Hey everyone, it's Jordan Rizzieri, formerly known as the Lady J and host of the podcast, I Never Told You What I Do for a Living. Except now it's called Don't Talk to Me About Work, and the first episode is coming very soon. I'm joined today by my producer and audio engineer, Jeremy Steinkamp. Hi, everyone. And we're going to talk about everything new that's coming this season. Why did you start? I never told you what I do for a living to begin with. Like, what made you want to start the podcast? So it was kind of the intersection of a lot of things that brought me to a place where I I started. I never told you what I do for a living. And one of those things was that I had been doing podcasts about professional wrestling for a long time and then I stopped and I missed podcasting a lot. I missed it more than I missed professional wrestling. The other thing was that the job that I had previously was something I sort of tumbled into sideways and I wasn't quite sure if it was the job I wanted to have forever, the industry I wanted to be in forever. And because I am the child of baby boomer parents, who are a generation of people who I think still grew up with that mentality of you get a job, you stay in that job until you retire, they give you a watch and you leave. I wanted to talk to some people who had done something other than that and see what their perspective was. And as I started having those conversations, just to answer some of my own questions, I thought I can't possibly be the only person out there who has these questions. Maybe I could take that thing that I'm really missing and share some of these answers with other people out there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's interesting too, because it was definitely one of the things that pulled me in listening to it was just this demystification of the messiness of a work journey to begin with, which was like, just, I don't think it's something that people talk about. So that's why you started it. Why did it stop? You did close to like 30 episodes, right? So the really simple answer is that after doing 30 episodes, I was burned the fuck out (laughs) and I just knew that I couldn't keep doing it at the rate that I was and I had tried to pace myself where I was doing like 15 episodes and then taking a break right so 30 about was when another break was due and then something else happened in the world honestly in the summer of 2020 with the murder of George Floyd I think it was a good time for a lot of us to sort of think what am I really doing to make a difference? Right. And are the things that I'm putting out into the world a reflection of the change that I would like to see? Am am I doing that? Am I actually, is this podcast diverse enough? Am I elevating voices that people aren't normally getting to hear? Or am I just talking to all of my friends? Which, yeah, that's great because all of my friends are different, but am I doing enough? I guess was my question. And if you're not ready, to go outside your comfort zone and talk to people who aren't necessarily your friends, then maybe it's time to stop and take stock of what it is that you want this podcast to become before you go any further. So it was like, you know what, let's put the podcast down because you actually really love doing it until you're ready to give it the time and attention that it requires in order to be something out there in the world that you can be proud of. What I also appreciate about that is the self-reflection aspect because it's, you know, as I think it's really easy to jump into something and create and put a lot of energy into it. And then sometimes you really do have to take a step back and say, what impact is this having? Because that's how you're thoughtful. And it sounds like you were trying to be more thoughtful about what you were doing based on what was happening in our society. And I think that's an awesome way to approach a kind of existential problem like that. Like, how do I make an impact? How do I help? That's why you started. I never told you what I do for a living. Okay. That's why it kind of had to stop. 
why start it again? It kind of sounds like there was some burnout and creating a podcast all by yourself is insanely hard work. Why, why do that again? <laughs> why put yourself through that again? You know? So the easy answer is because I was ready to leave my old job. And I wanted a couple more, a couple more people to sort of like give me their, tell me their stories, especially people that I know had made big changes either recently or I knew that they had made a big change like I was looking to make because I completely changed industries in their past. And so, again, I started having the conversations. I recorded them and I figured I'm going to do something with this again at some point. It wasn't until you and I had a conversation that I was like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to have a partner in crime to do this with and it won't be so overwhelming. And then maybe there are some things that we can do with it that I didn't feel like I was equipped to do by myself. My name is Jeremy Steinkamp and I met Jordan volunteering for a college radio station over a decade ago. So, you know, you and I met in the audio world, which I think is kind of cool. And we had an amazing experience working for this radio station, being able to come back around full circle and work on an audio project again with you is amazing. Well, I think that I think a really important thing that the people would like to know is that why on earth would I have thought that you're qualified to do this in the first place, right? Like what what kind of credits do you have, Jeremy? Hit them hit them with the resume. What I do is I'm a video production specialist. I basically, I go into like media spaces and I create cool media and I try to bring a little bit of an artistic aesthetic to it. But I also, you know, I think about the communication aspects and I just exist in those spaces creating projects on a case by case basis. So I produce, I've been a cinematographer, I'm a post-production editor, I run a freelance business and it's like if you need it and it creates a video production in some way, I can usually fill those roles. And I'm a huge lover of podcasts. And my foundation for my work ethic, which maybe we'll talk about someday, definitely comes from the world of audio and from my time with Jordan in the radio station where we met. And it's so funny, too, because when I was getting into the last job that I had, I remember that I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this experiment. I was living in D.C. at the time. And I called up my dad on the phone and said, Dad, if I called you right now super excited and told you that I got the job of my dreams before I told you what it was, what would you think that the job was? And he said, I would think that you got a job as a radio host. And I was like, what? (laughs) I have always loved radio And my parents were met at the TV station in college. So I feel like TV and radio media has always been a big part of like my story. And so it's not at all surprising to me that literally my best friends in the whole world are people I met at the radio station in college and that we now create audio based media together. You know, part of my bucket list was working on a podcast and you kind of just showed up at a time where it was on my mind a lot, almost like mind reading. And I was a fan of the podcast of, I never told you what I do for a living before uh, you even asked about it. So it was like this really serendipitous thing. And I, I, I'm glad you asked because it was something that I was very curious about as well. Why did you, why did you think me? I think, I think I know the answer, but why, why did you decide to reach out to me? We had started working together on some other things. So 
we made that transition over from being friends to people who are friends who can work together, which I think you and I can both attest to the fact is not always true. Yeah. No disrespect to our friends that we have worked with in the past, but like sometimes you just hit a stride with someone. Sure. And I think there's a lot of trust between us. And something that was really important about why I stopped doing the podcast the first time was that I wanted to have somebody that I knew would hold the podcast to the same standards that I was going to and keep me honest in making sure that I was ticking all the boxes that I said were important to me, that I wasn't just going to be like, oh, no, getting somebody different is hard, right? Like, that's not a good enough answer. And I knew that you would, in a kind way, say to me, you got to go after that. Because if you really want to make sure you're elevating voices that aren't normally elevated, then you have to go and find them. It's not their job to come to you and making sure we're representing people accurately and all that kind of stuff. So I think trust. The the, the short answer here is just that I, I trust you. I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast because I care about this mission. I care about demystifying just the myths of the workplace and the work journey and who you are in relation to your work. And I've had a really non-traditional and weird journey myself. So just to experience the, you know, the commiseration, the catharsis of just hearing someone else who can, you can relate to. It's just, it was fantastic. I'm so thrilled to be a part of it. And I'm so excited about the conversations coming up this season. You started a podcast, it was about work, and you're kind of relaunching this podcast and it's still about work, but like what's different? What what are we what's your what are people gonna get that is new, that is not what they experienced before? So first of all, the things that's different on the back end of this is that you and I are collaborating through this whole process. One of the things that was a big goal for me in 2021 was more collaboration because I realized that even though I think once again, my incredibly feminist boomer mother was like, you can do anything. You're a girl. You can, you know, just because you're a girl doesn't mean anything. Like you can do it all. And I sort of misinterpreted that. And the younger part of my life is like, I don't need anyone. I'm going to do it all myself. When in reality, it's like, Or you could ask for help and it won't be so painful. (laughs) So now that I have someone to collaborate with, it means that there are more ideas, there are more perspectives, there are more ways to attack something. The whole process, I think, is way less stressful for me and hopefully not unnecessarily stressful for you in that we can work together on the whole thing. So that is a part that I can't stress enough is making this entire thing so much better for me. You need other perspectives. And there's just things that I know from being an audio editor, from being a video editor, that you can only stare at something for so long before it loses all meaning. So you need just other eyes on your product to say, here's where it's strong, here's where it needs improvement. You balance out a lot of weaknesses that I bring to the table and vice versa. So it's like that type of partnership is really crucial as well. Something else that I think is different that sort of jumps off of what you're saying, Jeremy, is that we changed the way that we name the episodes, which everyone is gonna get to see when the first one comes out. Instead of hyper-focusing on the guest and the naming convention, being about the guest, it's about the concept that the guest is discussing because we want you as the listener to be able to grab onto that and kind of 
view it through your own experience and say like, yes, I identify with that. And in some cases, you're going to say, you know what, I don't identify with that. But I actually know people in my life that this is starting to remind me of, and it might help you to view their experience differently. And I would kind of argue that that's almost more important because I think right now it is definitely a time in the world where we have become so introspective and navel-gazy that we forget that other people are having far different life experiences and we're not offering up enough empathy. So that's the other side of this that I think is really important is to consider these concepts that people are offering to you, not just because like this is literally my career experience, but this is probably the career experience of a lot of other people. And some of them might be the people that you deal with every day at your job. And if now you might you might approach them with a different perspective now that you've heard these episodes. So, yeah, that's awesome, and I think that really uh, gets to the kind of community aspect that I can see growing moving forward. Yeah, that's huge. It can really just help someone who is kind of in need of hearing the message that honestly our guests have to say. Because what we're trying to do the hardest is just pick people whose story and whose message resonates as well and is both relatable and something we can draw something from. For anyone who's not aware, the title of the podcast before I Never Told You What I Do for a Living, it is a song from the album Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge by My Chemical Romance, which is one of my favorite bands. Classic. And um, shout out to our good friend Katie Davey and, and previous guests on this show who got a really screamy phone call from me or voicemail me being like, I found the name of my podcast. When I was looking to transition from my previous career into the career I have now, um, which for those of you who don't know, I am now a full-time podcast producer, ironically. I'm really bad at email titles. That is my, one of my weaknesses. Please don't ask me to title an email unless it's got like a clear like weekly update for blank. Like um, <laughs> I'm just not good at that stuff. So anyway, when I was trying to come up with a good catchy title to my email, I started Googling things that had the word work in them because I was saying that I was going to change my my career path. And one of the things that I found was another song title. And so I didn't end up using that as a title for the email, but I put like a PS in my email saying like, writing you this email helped me to find the new name of my old podcast. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Send the email off. And again, one of them still agreed to be on this show and doesn't think I'm an insane person, which is wonderful. Yeah. So the song that I found was a Lou Reed song, also one of my favorites, and it's called Don't Talk to Me About Work. So the sentiment of the first one, which is I never told you what I do for a living, which I always kind of put the emphasis on the I saying like, I want to be a reflection of my guest. We're not talking about my career. We're talking about theirs. That's kind of bullshit, though. Like in the end, I am still bringing my own perspectives to the conversation. Yes, I am trying to represent the listener, but I can't represent something I don't know anything about. So I have to ask questions and come at it from my perspective and everything. Definitely. And so instead of trying to pretend like I'm not there, I like the idea of like the me part in it saying like, don't talk to me about this thing. Talk to me about you. Talk to me about everything that you are, because one of the things you're going to hear when you listen to the episodes for this new season is that, yes, we're talking about people's career paths, but we're also talking about their families, their country of origin, their culture, their religious beliefs, 
like their relationships, yeah. their hobbies, like politics. There's so much in this that's not just about work. So when you sit down and ask somebody like, tell tell me from your education all the way up through every job you've had about yourself, they're going to end up telling you way more than just like what I went to school for and what I do now. What I love about this title is it falls in this like perfect zone of ambiguity. Everyone who experiences it will have a different like interpretation of how it connects back to our themes and what we're talking about to create an incredible platform for discussion. It's just it's something that fills me with delight. I love the name. As we take this podcast forward, there are going to be some things that you're going to notice are different. The music, for example, is going to be different. Some of the language that we use in the intros and outros might be similar, but a little bit different. I will never refer to myself as the Lady J ever again. The other thing that I think you you might notice if you are subscribed to this podcast is that some of the old episodes might start to disappear. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that some of them just don't quite fit in with the direction that we're hoping to take the podcast forward. And that's not because those stories aren't worth being told, but they're just structured in a totally different way. Some of them we're going to do again. I'm hoping to get some of those guests to come back and talk to us again and just drive the conversation in a different way. And so we'll get rid of the old one in favor of the new ones that will come in the future. So new season, what can you tell us about what you're excited about with the new season and what kind of we have to look forward to in the episodes that are coming? So I'm super biased because I think these might be the six best interviews I've done so far, and I'm really excited for everyone to listen to all of them. I hate to tease people this way, but I think the last one really ties all of the episodes together in a way. So I think the the order in which we're releasing them, you're going to get a little bit of something every step of the way. And then once you hear the sixth interview, you'll kind of understand that they all kind of tie in together in a big way. I think it's awesome that we managed to do that. And I'm excited about that. But just in general, I'm so excited to share these deeply personal stories, because I think one thing that they all have in common is that everyone was so brutally honest with me in a way that you can't always guarantee that somebody's going to be comfortable enough to do that. And I'm just incredibly grateful that all six of our guests this season were willing to go there with me. So thank you to all of them for that. And I'm I'm so excited for everyone to get to experience that. Totally. And, and really just riffing off of that, I'm really excited to see what conversations grow from these incredible episodes. Like I... I'm, I'm excited to see them grow legs and hopefully walk on their own because I think that, again, with the way that we've approached it, I think that there's some really good things to kind of take away and carry with you. And I just, I hope it sparks something for someone. That's like my dream. So. <laughs> cool. So I guess, uh, I guess that's it. I think it's just time to say farewell and. Yeah. Let everybody know that the first episode is coming. It's coming really soon, right? It's coming really soon, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this teaser episode thing that we've put together for you. And make sure that you're subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you listen. Because we're going to launch the first episode of Don't Talk to Me About Work next week. Thanks, Jeremy, for helping me explain all of this to the people. Happy to be here. I hope you never have to hear from me again. And away I slink into the shadow. <laughs>
by Jeremy. Bye listeners. See you next week.